Hey everybody. Yes, welcome uh, back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, I already know how it's going today. You seem a little fired up. Mm, I like it. Mm-hmm. But I'll ask for the audience, how's it going? It's summer, Jason. Uh, it's officially summer. The kids are out of school. Uh, I have uh, now rigged up the giant red light on my door to keep all children mm. away because daddy is working and do not come in. It never works. They still come in. Uh, but, you know, it's exciting. Uh, lots going on. New time of year. And uh, it's great. I, and, and, you know, as soon as we start recording, I get I get an email. I mean, like the moment you say yes, I get an email and it says, I've really enjoyed our first two calls. Your expertise and advice has been 10 times more helpful than any agency I've ever worked with. I mean, that's how I like to start. I look down at my phone. I see that notification. Boom. I'm on fire. I'm getting praise. I'm a, I'm a job maker. As I said, I, I turn the wheels of this economy myself. So it's, it's good that you get to see me today, Jason. Yeah. I mean, where would uh, this economy be without, without you? So glad, glad it's going well, Chris. Yep. It is. So we have a, um, we, we, Decided to skip the news this week. We decided to skip the review this week. We just have some really, really important content here about cannibalizing (laughs) a Google Ads account. Cannibalization on a Google Ads account. Okay. A problem that Chris has with the world and with some things in Google Ads uh, that people do that cause cannibalization. Mm. So we're going to get to the bottom of that today. We're going to figure out what's eating him up inside. <laughs> nice. That was good. <laughs> get it? No, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to it. But first, we've got a word from Chris about Optio. Optio is an online Google Ads management system designed to get your job done faster without giving you the answers, but instead it's a tool to help you make better decisions. So you have your tools, you have your methods, and they work. You get better, you you go through your daily tasks, your processes. Optio is a special tool that Jason and I both approve of because it does not slow you down. It speeds you up and it does not change your process. It allows you to complement what you already do so well. If you manage a campaign for yourself, boom, it's very scalable and affordable for that purpose. If you manage accounts for multiple clients, boom, it's perfect for client management and optimizing your time. No matter where you're at in Google Ads, it will alert you to areas that need your attention based on prioritization, ads, keywords, bids, negative keywords, and even some stuff about cannibalization, which we'll talk about today. So be sure and try it out at optio.com slash PSP2 to get an eight-week free trial. You're going to love it. We guarantee it. Okay, thanks, Chris. And uh, today we're talking about cannibalization. I wish there was another word for that. Because I know, yeah. saying cannibalization many times on a podcast uh It's a little daunting. I know I'm going to screw that up, but um, besides eating a fellow human being, Mm, mm -hmm. I guess we're not talking about that context of cannibalization today. We're talking about it in a Google Ads perspective. Right. So you work at a big agency, 
they're too cheap to put everyone in their own office, so they demean you in a <laughs> boiler room type atmosphere. <laughs> And it's, you it's get an frustrated at one of your clients, so you turn office. over to your right and you take a big chunk out of your coworker's <laughs> arm. Is that what we're talking about um, in a Google Ads perspective? I've been there, and I, I felt like I've been a victim of that. Uh, but no, that's that's not what I'm talking about. Um, Did you ever have a thought that you wanted to eat someone next to you? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just I, saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in a small room with a bunch of other marketing people, and uh, that's why I work alone, Jason. That's why I work alone. <laughs> that's a good pause I like that. just a pregnant pause pregnant real pregnant so chris what are we talking about today uh cannibalization um to be fr- to be frank yeah i've never heard this term with google ads oh, it's not something man. that keeps me up at night some not something i'm sure i know the topic you know we discussed oh, yeah. it but i refer uh-huh. to it maybe in different terms more words but you're a very straightforward guy you're very good at breaking complex things down so you have one word yeah cannibalization, cannibalization. What's going on here? so it's this and i guarantee the majority of listeners are going to identify with this um, because it's very common this is just a you know a strange awkward term to that that, that centers around what this is but it's essentially if there is one if, if somebody types a word and they type um plumber near me or movers dallas something like that Let's imagine the number of keywords that can trigger for that search term are more than one, right? That is a level sure. of cannibalization, okay? That, that is something very common. I'm not too concerned about maybe, you know, two keywords that could trigger for one search term, but I, this whole discussion is about multiple keywords, a lot of keywords, to the point that it can be a detriment to the campaign kind of keyword volume, uh, and it can hinder, and we're going to talk about what causes it, why it's bad, and how to find it. Uh, so what we're not going to talk about, and this is a different type of cannibalization, this has to do with retailers. And for everyone out there listening, he's just talking to me right now in a passive-aggressive aggress- way, <laughs> just so you know. No. When he, whenever he says what we're not going to talk about, he's just talking to me. So go ahead, Chris. What do I need here today? What we're not going to talk about. Tell me how to host this show. Tell me how to make this show the number one podcast <laughs> on Google Ads. <laughs> We're already there. What we're not going to talk about is we're not going to talk about the cannibalization across accounts. So if you run an e-commerce and you have uh, franchises that sell the same thing or um, you have um, other franchises, local franchises that are advertising on the same term, certain beauty products or something like that, cannibalization across accounts, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about individual one account cannibalization of terms and we're going to go into what causes it and why it happens and why it's a bad thing. Yeah, so I'm 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 very curious because uh, I can just tell you're very fired up today. You don't like disorganization. You don't mm, like mm-hmm, mess. Mm-hmm. That that's where my mind kind of goes when you talk yeah. about cannibalization inside a Google Ads account. It's messy. It's not organized. It's not doing what you want it to do. You were even like picking apart my background yep. here um, in my office. That stupid telling box. me to clean up yeah. from a thousand miles away. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I can tell you're very agitated about this and I'm very much, I'm so tempted to jump to why it's bad. I want to go there now, but before we talk about why it's so bad, we need to define what it is. So you talked about what it is, um, just multiple, you could, someone does a search and there's multiple things that could be 
triggering your ads to show up for the, for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what would cause multiple instances where you could show up for a search from different parts of your account, whether it's keywords, different campaigns, whatever, what causes that? The most common reason for this I've found is a disorganized account. And what I mean by that is lots and lots of campaigns uh, they have derived because someone is proactive, like really proactive about, oh, I'm going to set this up and I, oh, I wonder if, if I do this, what if I take all my exact keywords and put those into a separate campaign and then I have all my phrase keywords and then, oh, wait, what if I also split everything out by geographic area and had that in a campaign? So I had location plus match type, and I did that across 50 states. The more complexity that you have without reason tends to lead to cannibalization. And Well, you got to be careful there without reason because they always have a reason. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's why they're doing it. Without a logical reason. Without a good reason. There's plenty of reasons. Yeah. That's a good point. So dis- disorganization causes cannibalization. Oh, oh man, that's hot. See, that's why you're here, Jason. So you're you're basically saying like, um, if I had a a moving business in a in a metro area, and so the the word movers near me was in both campaigns, and one campaign was for the north part of the city, the other campaign was for the south part of the city, but then someone drives to work in the north part of the city and they do a search from their house in the south part of the city and then Google says, well, we see you in the north often, so we're going to show your blah, blah, blah. Mm, okay, yeah. You, you, is it disorganization like that or is it just Well, pretty much there's endless ways people can get messy in there? That's, that's not as bad. My concern is when every aspect of it, the location targeting, the time of day, um, the keywords, all of that overlap. And the only reason that they're in separate campaigns is because you think a certain match type or a, a certain, you, you, you say, I want to I want to try this landing page with these keywords. So oh, I'm going to okay, set up gotcha, a separate gotcha. campaign with a different So it's not page. so much like, so yeah, I mean, if you set up a campaign like from the 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. hour, we're going to show this campaign from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. We're going to have a second campaign. That is dumb, blah, blah, blah. But that's but not you're saying more so. Yeah, you're saying more so. No, both of these campaigns are set up to, sh- or ad groups or whatever, you, however you want to approach it. They're set up to be eligible to show in the same exact auction for the same user. Exactly. At the same time. Exactly. Okay, that exact auction. Now, I think it's people would ask, well, how do you, if you have, a keyword in two different campaigns and they both target the same location and a search could trigger each of those keywords. How does Google choose mm, which mm-hmm. one of your ad shows? By the way, it only will show one of the ads yep. for your account. Yep. It won't show both campaigns at the same time. So it only shows one. As I understand it, Chris, they just look at your account and they say whichever one has the highest ad rank. Yeah. That's the one they take to auction from your account. And this is this is what we're going to get into. I'm going to give some very specific examples about why this is such a bad thing. You think, well, you know, that's great. If I have lots of opportunities to match, maybe I'll get, uh, you know, more ads in the auction that way. If I have, you know, lots of different variations of a keyword and I have them in different ad groups with different settings, different ads, 
more opportunity to show. But we'll talk about that in a minute, but it's absolutely a bad idea. I will say that. Um, yeah, so they they could be running them uh, in different campaigns, testing it, or ad groups testing out different landing pages. But another big one is ignorance of keyword match types. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the most common one you see that's causing this? Mm-hmm. It really has to do with people's expectation about, and this is more so in in in, in 2021 now, people's expectation about- It's more what, so every day we go yeah, forward. every from, day. Yeah. 2022, And every day it gets more and more. Yeah. yeah. Since 2018, it's been more and more. So really it has more to do with people's expectation about how tight a keyword matches to a search term now. If they have, you know, plumber near me as exact match and then plumber nearby, um, those can both show for the same things. That's not so bad, but they may think that those are not cannibalizing and they may start to multiply those across multiple campaigns, thinking that they're targeting something different when in reality, close variants and matching and stuff like that can, uh, you know, can be very detrimental for, for something like that. So we're going to get to why this is so bad when you cannibalize yourself. However, let me push back a little here. Okay. Because that's what makes this yes. show dynamic and interesting. Let's argue. And that's why we do it from a distance here so we can't get physical mm-hmm. and hurt each other. Well, well let me push I back. I think that'd be hurt well, just on one side. You're right. <laughs> let me push back a little here. Could I say no matter what you do, if you have more than one keyword in this day and age, you run the risk of some kind of cannibalization? Yes. So if I was to go into yes. the great Chris Schaefer's accounts right now and look at his accounts, I could guarantee you have your own cannibalizations going on. Would that be a fair statement? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You're, no one's so ever 100% that is a, free. And I'll, I'll... Yeah, it's especially in this day and age. So the question is... now. Stop me here if this belongs uh, at the end of the show when we're going to talk about how to find it. But I'm just curious, who defines this? How, when does a little cannibalization become too much? What's the threshold? Yeah. Can you kind of share your thoughts on that? Well, it, it gets into the to the next point, why it's bad. And I, I and if if you're cool moving forward, let's let's get into why it's bad because that's the best way that I can answer it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What What defines that line is... When you will have some keywords, and this is where I think the cannibalization gets its name from, you will have some keywords that eat up the impressions and clicks of what other keywords might get. Let me present this scenario to you. You have one keyword, Jason, that is a, let's say, let's say it's a broad match. Okay, broad match is like four words long. It is a 10 out of 10 quality score. It is solid. It's beautiful. It's getting conversions. It's doing wonderful. And the average CPC is half of what you get for a lot of other keywords. Okay? Okay. Now, Mr. Proactive comes in and says, I, I you know, I don't like this. I want to be able to control this keyword, I want to be able to have um, you know something better. So they take some of those search terms and they take exact matches of those and they put them into a separate campaign. They say, I'm going to take these, I'm going to put them in a separate campaign and I'm going to up the bids by two or three times because I want to 
make sure I get high search impression shares on these. And here's what happens. And you just mentioned it a second or, ago. Or ad group. I think you could do an ad group too. No, I'm not so concerned about ad groups. I'm more concerned about campaign to campaign cannibalization. You'll you'll see you'll see why. Why? Yeah, break that keep that in mind. <clears> so the problem is when it comes to ad rank, ad rank is the determination of bid times quality score, right? So that broad keyword has a 10 out of 10 and it has a bid threshold that is, let's say, $2. You come in, take an exact match and put it at $6 and it has a quality score of 7, let's say. You've now taken a pretty affordable keyword and upped the bids on it. Mm-hmm. And my problem is you artificially boost and cannibalize that lower CPC keyword that's doing pretty well. And you're now increasing your bids and increasing your cost per conversion simply because you want to try and control that keyword and you artificially boost that ad rank. And I have seen it many times where I take the complexity of a, of a multiple campaign system, narrow it down into a very subtle streamlined one campaign and I allow the system to pick the keyword that matches best without forcing an artificially high ad rank on one exact match keyword um, across campaigns. I'm not so concerned when it's when it's within campaigns, but it's more about across the campaign spectrum. It, it, it's tough to give an example. I mean, I could show you, uh, you know, an account, you know, but that doesn't work on a podcast. But believe me, it, it absolutely happens. And I've watched uh, CPCs dump by half. They're spending less. They're getting better cost per conversions. They're getting less traffic, but it's more efficient for them. They're getting more out of it. They're getting better ROAS simply because they stop the cannibalization that's happening between campaigns. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. Um, A lot of people are looking at themselves in the mirror now, asking themselves that they're doing something wrong because this is very... 2016 to 2019 management style. Yes. Throw in a keyword, maybe a phrase match or a broad match. See what the search terms are from that one keyword. And then when you see the search terms, don't really pay attention to the conversion column, cost per conversion column. You just are kind of trained to pay attention to the quality of the search. Mm -hmm. You like some of those searches, you break them out into their own uh, ad groups or campaigns. And then you try to force the system to show on those searches as much as it can. I do that, Chris. That's what I do a lot. Now, here's what I'll say. When I see a search term that I love, the quality of it, most of the time, if I want to target it on its own and actually get data on that one keyword, that one search term, I throw it into the ad group that produced it most often. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why I'm not seeing this as such a problem because it hasn't really, because then what happens is I continue to get data on my short word phrase match that's open to a lot of stuff or my broad match keyword. And then when I get data on that exact match, narrower search, I get data on it, but it's all in the same ad group. And I kind of judge the ad group by the ad group because it's SCAGs 2021 service to keyword ad groups, tight themed service-based ad groups. I would never take a keyword, a search term, and put it into its own campaign as an exact match at the same time as running another campaign Hmm. that could show ads on that search from another keyword, a broad match keyword. Right. I would never do that. I think that's why I have not run into this problem. Now you, you do a lot of training. You're seeing things out there in the wild. Yeah. 
Is that where this is coming from? Is that where you're seeing this happen? Absolutely. And I, I, I specifically said, and I used the example of a proactive Google Ads Manager where they artificially come up with ideas about, oh, I think this will work. I think this will work. What if, what if, what if? Rather than reacting to the data that they see, they start coming up with ideas and adding complexity and layer upon layer. What happens is you get a lack of control, and this is why it's bad. I already touched on one reason. The first reason was inflated CPCs. One CPC will be two or three times higher, and you're getting traffic and cost per conversion that's much higher simply because you want to be able to control that traffic and force it into a system. If you listen to this podcast long enough, you know that forcing Google ads to do something because you want to see it on the screen that way is a dumb idea. That's why we redefine SCAGs. That's why we're against a lot of that stuff. You're in 2021 now, Google ads. It, it, you can't do that stuff anymore. It's, it's no longer word to word matching. It's idea to idea matching. So that's inflated CPCs is the bad problem. The, the lack of control, you can't put an exact match in anymore and think that you're going to get that. You can put exact match, you know, plumber near me and you can get a wide variety of matches. And that's what stems with this cannibalization. You think you're targeting this exact keyword, but in reality, you're targeting a variety of others. I have more examples I can talk about, but that is the core about why it's bad. That's why it bothers me is because precision no longer exists in the way that it used to. Yeah, well, I think um, my main thought with all this is even the lack, the, pers the, the intention to be, to have precision and not cannibalize, you have to give up that control. Yeah. And going in about it in the other direction, like you can't control because you'll cannibalize and it's, it's, you can't control. So you can't, even though you think you can, but at the same time, I'm looking at it, Chris, like you can't not control or you can't, I'm, I'm tr having trouble wording this, but you, if you think you can control, you can't, but then if you, yeah, really, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, Where there's like, a middle ground. It, the, there's there's no there's never a control to this so like i don't know it's that's why it's like it's a very hard thing to describe because i do run pure broad campaigns uh-huh yeah for but i do it for reasons of experimentation for reasons of gathering more search terms for reasons of just i have a nice phrase and exact campaign i target keywords i want to target I know what to basically expect from that in terms of a search term quality and I run it, mm -hmm. but then there's all these other searches that are out there mm -hmm. and I want to see what's going on with those with a broad match, but that would be somewhat cannibalization, but I yeah. do it. Yeah. But, be, but I think it's about the, I think it's about the intention because my, my, my intention is not to force my phrase and exact to show up. My, my intention is to go, look, I got one campaign with a broad match keyword and a low bid. Got another campaign with a super high bid or compared to broad, a lot higher bids with phrase and exact. If I happen to show up on a good search in my broad campaign, I don't care. I think that's why I'm able to do this is because I don't care. I'm, I'm doing it for other reasons. I think the best way I can explain this, and um, this is an example I'll, I've used for many years when I do 
training. Imagine you're advertising shoes, right? And you, the overly proactive Google Ads manager, decides, and this is, Jason, this is absolutely the way I used to manage. If you go back and listen to the old shows, I used to say things like this. This is no longer true. So I'm not a hypocrite. Things just have changed. You decide, well, a lot of people really care about the color. And they might be searching for red shoes, black shoes, green shoes, you know, something like that. So you decide to build campaigns based on the color of the shoe. That's how you primarily set things up because you sell all the same kind of shoe. It's all running shoes, but they're different colors. And that's kind of your thing of your store. Okay. The truth is when you go in and look at your search terms for red running shoes, you won't just see red anymore. It won't be that straightforward anymore. It used to be like that to a pretty large degree, but that's not the case anymore. You'll see different colors. You'll see overlap. You'll see exchange of colors across different campaigns. And what you've done is you've said, I want the red searches to see the red ads and go to the red landing pages. And you've made a, pre, you've made a proactive decision to separate and parse things out by the color when in reality, that's not really the selling It's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. You're, you're going to get absolute disorder, and you're going to be forcing these this color scheme into your Google Ads PPC system that's going to force the quality score to be less. It's not what's important. So that's why we, you know, we talk about the SCAG system, the new SCAG system last week, because this, you, you can't artificially develop this whole theory anymore and just build it out and run it. It's, it's not going to... It's going to fight you. Well, I I think earlier I was getting caught up on broad match because you said the word broad match mm-hmm. and I went down the broad match road and that's right. like its own. That's yeah, a that's whole a different, different conversation. Thing. But yeah. yeah, I think now I'm kind of seeing, um, I have a better way of, exp- a better example. Uh, moving companies in Dallas as a keyword phrase match. Okay. Moving companies in Dallas TX as abbreviation for Texas. Phrase match. Okay. We both know people, and we've done this ourselves in the past. When you built out campaigns, it used to be like, okay, yeah, moving companies in Dallas and then moving companies in Dallas TX, we're going to have both of those keywords in there Mm -hmm. as phrase match. Well, these days, moving companies in Dallas and then moving companies in Dallas TX, you'll basically show up on the same searches. There's kind of nothing... Nothing that is pure cannibalization. That's pure overlap. So my approach now would be, okay, if those both those keywords happen to be in an ad group, that's okay. Let's just see what happens. My prediction would be that Google would just choose one of those keywords to have the better ad rank and then just use that one. And the other one probably won't get anything or get very, very little. So that'll probably happen automatically. But here, here's where the management has changed. If I see uh, moving companies in Dallas phrase match as a keyword, and then I see a search term come in from that, say I didn't have it already, moving companies in Dallas TX or moving companies in Dallas or moving companies Dallas, Texas. In the past, I might be inclined to add all of those mm. as exact match keywords and other phrase match keywords and stuff that ad group with a bunch of these similar keywords. Yeah. And then get data on them and see how those convert and change the bids based on each one of those. 
These days, I'm much, 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 much more inclined to just have one of those that's pretty open, moving companies Dallas, moving companies in Dallas phrase, just be inclined to leave that one as the one that gets the volume, judge my conversion rate and my cost per conversion off that one keyword and let the good times roll. Yeah. Just let the good times roll, Chris, and not really mess it up with my own stupidity. Because something uh, we don't really get into a lot, but it really does matter, the quality score, we don't talk about it a lot, but it does matter. You have that one keyword for whatever reason. I don't care if it's a broad, a phrase, whatever. Maybe it doesn't look the best as a keyword. Maybe you could could think of better keywords that are longer. Sometimes some keywords happen to get really good quality scores. Right. Mysteriously. And like you were saying, yeah, yeah mysteriously. And if if you try to fight that mm-hmm. and there you go, go in with some other keywords yep. that you're bidding more on, well then you're gonna it's gonna raise your cost per click. So really just kind of letting the I don't know, it used to be we were guiding the bull. Now we're mm. riding the bull. Oh man. That's that's why you're here. Isn't that a good Good uh, oh, yeah. metaphor. Absolutely. It used to be we had a red flag. We thought we were guiding the bull. We thought we were in control. We were 2014 yeah. to 2018, whatever. Yeah. But now the only way to do it is to get on the bull and just go with the flow yeah. and go with what you see in the account. And every account's going to be different because if you try to force it too much and steer the bull, he's going to buck you off. Yep. That's And then you're going to be in big trouble. And and And, and that's the two things. The, the bad thing about this is you get a lack of control. You can't see what your data is really doing because you think, if you look at the keyword level, you think, oh, this, this is getting lots of traffic. You know, this category is getting lots of clicks. And if you investigate and find out what traffic is actually coming through there, you realize, oh, this whole sorting system is not working, right? It's, it's getting all kinds of stuff. My reds and greens are all in here. My There's some blues in here. I mean, like, this is not what I set it up to do. My sorting system is broken. And now you have a lack of control. And now what do you, how are you managing that? How are you managing something that's built to be a, you know, a sorting system, an organizing system that doesn't do what it's supposed to do? And and even, even if you get a little more control or in your mind, you think you're yeah, getting a little more think, control, yeah. that's offset by the diffusion of your data yeah so if you get a bunch of data on one keyword or two keywords and we're not saying each ad group or campaign could have should have one or two keywords i'm not saying that no. i'm just giving an example sure. yeah. if you have a keyword and it's getting a ton of data that's very very useful to you because then you know what you should be bidding it at like for real you should know you know and you're and you're doing a good job because you can find what you need to bid it at to get the cost per conversion and you can have confidence but if you're not getting a lot of data on a few keywords and you're getting lots of data across many, many different keywords, ad groups, campaigns for the same kind of searches, well, then you're you're not making smart bidding decisions because it's not enough data that you really have a real confidence level. And so whatever you feel like you're gaining with your control, you're giving up with making bad decisions, even if you don't know you're making bad decisions on your bidding because you don't have a lot of data. Yeah. So, Chris, I get what you were saying before the show. Like, you did not want to get into how to fix this. 
because every campaign's different. And so I just have to tell you that is a very valid uh, way to think about this because this is a big problem and I, I want to solve problems in life. So I'm, I'm very much wanting to get into, How Hey, this it. is what I would do, but no, but the scenarios are endless and it's a very, very much an individual account thing. And you got to look at your own data, your own yeah. account. If, if you want to know how to fix it, go back to episode 263 last week's episode and start from the beginning. You want to fix a cannibalization issue, approach it from a simple new redefined SCAG system. Build simply. Build based on the fact that you know you do not have ultimate control of search terms matching to keywords. It doesn't happen anymore. And and I'm I I have some some discussions about this that I'll go into in Patreon. You know that what fueled this discussion for me with with a client this week. I'll discuss a little bit about that and and kind of what the results have been. But um, uh, I'm very much looking forward to that because the only word I hear now is drama. Because (laughs) as much as we're laid back about the situation while we're doing the show and as much as we really do have that kind of like uh, be like water Bruce Lee approach to Google ads now where we're very, I think I can speak for myself. I, I, I would bet you kind of take this approach too, but I don't bring anger or intensity, a loud intensity to Google ads. I have a quiet Mm, intensity. mm -hmm. I have, okay, this is the data. This is the data I see. I cannot control this data to the extent I used to. Now, what can I do with this? How do I flow with this? Yeah. So we, when I talk about this stuff, and I can hear it from you in this this episode as well, we're very humble. We're very laid back. We're very, hey, let's step back, analyze the situation. But on the other side of the coin are the people doing these things that are causing cannibalization. And as much as we're water... They're very, they're like ice. They're rigid. They have to have it their way. Beautiful. So that can lead to some issues. And I'm excited to hear about those in the after show. Disorganization leads to, leads to cannibalization. We're not leading the bull. We're riding the bull. We're water. I'm they're, all fired today. They're, they're, they're water. We're ice. No, no. We're water. They're we're, ice. We're water. They're ice. You're earning your check today, Jason. It's absolutely poetic. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Let me tell you about poetry that lands right in your lap and and kisses you on the face. It's called Optio. They're a great tool. We remind you about it every week. And uh, we're going to keep reminding you uh, because there are uh, are three more more out there who have not signed up. We actually monitor uh, your downloads and we have your browser history. I mean, we work with Google. We know how to track this stuff. We know that some of you have not signed up. And we're not going to stop talking about Optio until you sign up and try it. It's an eight-week free trial. Use the chat box down in the bottom right when you go to optio.com slash PSP2 to get an eight-week free trial. You're going to love it. Let's move on to the final aspect of how to find cannibalization. So, Chris, how to fix it? No way. It's just an endless conversation. I I think... I mean, how to find it is also, you could go in lots of different areas. Are you going to give us maybe some common areas, yeah. some clues Simple. that this might be going on? So what, what what should people look out for? Well, I mean, honestly, the simplest way is like scroll through your keywords and see if you have any duplicates. Um, but there, you know, for those of you that have an app for everything, 
I mean, I have a solution. There are some scripts out there that will scrub through your keywords and and find duplicates, whether they are different match types or whatever. There's also the duplicate keyword finder in the Google Ads editor, which is in the tools setting. You can download Google Ads editor, go to find duplicate keywords. That'll find it as well. That tool's been there forever. And then you can also go through your search terms. And what I mean by that is click on one keyword, look at the search terms, and find what is showing that doesn't match for that exact match search. You know, look for your look for the colors that don't belong in that bucket. So if it's a black shoe, a red shoe keyword, whatever, look for something that is not that color. Whatever doesn't belong in that bucket, do not assume that you are filtering and sorting stuff in the way that you think you are. It's it's not happening that way. So consider the the results of that revelation. The results of the fact that you know you're no longer getting exactly that traffic. Um, and like I said, there I have, I have I have some more to say about that, and you know the results of what that looks like in, as far as the client relationship and manager relationship um, in the results. But uh, that's how I suggest finding it. Nothing magical, just real simple. Yeah, I think one thing I'd be looking at is your list of ad groups. Maybe in one mm. campaign, maybe across different campaigns. There you go. Yeah. Um, if you have a lot of, I mean, why you would have more than one ad group for one service these days? Um, you better have a good reason. <clears throat> so I think that's my number one place I'd be looking at is look at these ad groups and then ask who's ever in charge or if it's yourself, ask yourself, what justifies my ad groups or or not that puts people on the defensive, but um, well, any any word yeah. that ends with a question mark puts people on the <laughs> right. defensive these days. Everyone's fired up, right. you know, but I don't know. I'd be just like curious, like, okay, what was the, th- what was the plan? What was the with purpose? These ad groups? How did, yeah. how did, how did we get to this point? What was your reasoning to you know, do why, this? Why do we yeah. have, why do we have an ad group that says Dallas movers TX and another one that says Dallas moving companies and another one that says Dallas movers near me and another one that says moving companies, Dallas TX. What's it, going on? Cause there? it looks so impressive. That's Jason. the place I'd be looking. It looks impressive when you show your client that, you know, you show your boss, you're like, Look how complex this is. I scagged all over this and it looks great. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of what people do in this world, you know? But you don't have to be a victim of other people's nonsense. So you don't have to, it doesn't have to be like that. Ad group structure. Why, why do we have this list of ad groups? And if there's a lot of duplicate, not just words, but duplicate thinking or duplicate meaning in the ad groups, that might be a sign that you're cannibalizing. So Chris, in the after show, we're going to talk about the real world scenarios of when you see this, when or when we see this, how to approach it with a client or a boss and some hurdles that people might run into where they know this is not the way they should be running a Google Ads account with tons of duplicate ad groups and campaigns and then what to do if someone wants to continue doing that so there'll be some interesting situations and scenarios we'll talk about in patreon and with that thanks for listening everybody and we will see you 
next week.